I know we are in the final few days of spring quarter and more news from Western is perhaps the last thing on our minds as graduation and summer sit just around the corner. But I wanted to bring you one final formal episode of the podcast before I leave the AS review. I'm PJ Houston, your host and editor-in-chief, and today I'm sitting down with Julia to chat about a trip she took over winter break to raft through the Grand Canyon. Hopefully this episode gives you the chance to get out of your head, take a break from studying or writing, and take some time to take a break and breathe. Without further ado, here's my conversation with Julia. Yeah, um, I'm Julia Kohut, and I'm studying urban planning and sustainable development with like a minor in PR, and then I'm a Fairhaven student with a concentration in food security. Um, and I am a senior, going to be a super senior, because I have a fatty major. So, <laughs> uh, I yeah, I hear that. I, the myth of graduating in four years is it's just not true anymore. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I'll be honest, I don't know a lot about this trip in general. This was something that uh, my previous supervisor mentioned to me that was a thing that happened. Um, so I guess just, you know, how did you hear about this opportunity? Um, like kind of what motivated you to get to go on it? Yeah, um, I heard about it via email and then I contacted John directly and I, you know, told him, hey, you know, I've done a couple studies on um, the Marble Canyon Dam site, which um, is a place we passed through um, when we were rafting. And the whole time um, when I was like, go, you know, when I was like emailing him, um, I realized that there was like more of a sense to not just like get out of quarantine, but it was a sense of like adventure that I've never had because I've grown up with a mom who she's a scaredy cat and does not like, you know, most do, doesn't do most sports and I'm very much the opposite. Um, and so uh, it was just like, you know, kind of a way to like, go on an adventure that was for credit and I could, you know, learn a lot about the Grand Canyon, which I had already done research on. So it was really exciting for me in that sense as well. So that, I guess it was how sort of the balancing and that blending of like educational and adventure. Um, like I know you guys were on the water and actively moving, but um, I'd be interested in just some of like the, the educational opportunities and kind of some of the things that you all were talking about as you were rafting and, and traveling through like one of the most beautiful places in America, if I if I do say so myself. Mm-hmm. It totally is. And I, you know, I had never like a lot of interest to go to the Grand Canyon before when I was researching it. But I learned so much from everybody there, not even just my professor and just how we had two leaders that also came with us. Emily and Stephen. Stephen Magnuson works at the OC um, and Emily Fords. She's absolutely amazing. Um, she one of our um uh, one of our readings before we had to go was an essay that she did about um, just women in the outdoors and it was really inspirational um, on so many levels 
not just not just women, but like women of color, and um, so it was really good because coming in with that knowledge, you're gonna not only talk about the geological history of it, but you're gonna talk about you know the colonization of those um, indigenous tribes and how how terrible it is. So it was so, there's so many things that we learned about. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. That's like I know that you know there's so much to talk about geologically, especially in a space like that. But I'm like I don't I'm just stoked to hear that you know having those conversations about intersectionality. Like as someone who also likes to spend some time outdoors, um, especially like locally, just reading and like educating yourself about you know the people who both lived here before and do still live here. Um, that that's like a really awesome piece. And then I guess our next question, you definitely touched on this a little bit, but just sort of like the pre trip thoughts, you know, like the trip itself, I'm sure there's plenty of to- plenty to talk about there, but sort of things beforehand, you know, that you were really excited about, or maybe, you know, kind of nervous about, like this is a big endeavor. Um, I'm just kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a huge endeavor. It was, it was, I wasn't really expecting to be accepted in the first place not because I wasn't qualified or anything but it's just that there's just so many other people that could be qualified and I was just like we had meetings every other I was just like nervous the entire time but once we had meetings every other month um or sorry every month we just like got to know each other and it was just via zoom of course but oh my god I was just so nervous I I was like I'm gonna be rafting the canyon are you kidding me and I was just kind of overwhelmed with how much like confidence a lot of um, a lot of my colleagues and my friends now have and it's just so amazing um, to take away a lot of um, knowledge from them as well uh, because when when we before we even got there um, Emily and Steven have rafted before but then we also had uh, somebody who was a student um, who also uh, was uh, gonna control a raft or just be a, a raft leader and it was it was so much fun to like learn from her her name is Mariah and she it was she's just a badass lady I love her um but it was really it was really cool and comforting to have to come in from like being nervous and being in quarantine too you know just Mm -hmm. like oh my god having no sort of social interaction and then being forced to like be social for like three weeks straight and I was like really thinking about like oh like will I be anxious about it blah 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 and like you know everybody has their demons but at the end of the day when you're outside for a long period of time you don't really have those walls to keep them in anymore and so it's it's just really it was really cool to meet them because first off we like all were kind of nervous and we were like out in the parking lot behind Huxley and we were like hey everybody and then we like started playing hacky sack and then people just started like you know bonding and like talking and um I had known like other people who were gonna go um just like two other people two three other people and um it was really really cool to like make those connections stronger and then make new connections there too it was so much fun (laughs) so how many 
How many of you all like were there uh, between students and like I guess sort of guides or leaders? Um, like I imagine it's a fairly small group, but like off the top of your head, do you remember how many how many people were there? Yeah, I think there was. Oh God, three leaders technically, um, but there was like I believe there was sixteen because there was more than okay. ten of us. And I think there's 16. I could be exaggerating that a little bit. It might be 13, but... I mean, give or take a bit. It was really cool. And I'm an only kid, too, so it was really fun to, like, celebrate Christmas at that point with a new new family. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's, like, that's a good sort of group size. You know, enough people to kind of be able to, like, work and have a team and a lot of eyes on everything that's going on. But, you know, small enough that you can still really, I think, sort of create, like, a cohort. Um... But yeah, that was mostly just kind of out of curiosity. Um, then, yeah, I know I know that <laughs> the next one is kind of a loaded question, but, like, you know, if you can narrow it down to sort of, like, one, like, best moment, um, you know, I, I have to imagine there are at least a few up there, but just sort of one that, like, really sticks out, whether it was, like, you know, a conversation that happened or something really beautiful. I just, you know, like, number one takeaway moment. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I think one of my favorite moments or one of the most, like, defining moments of the whole entire uh, trip was the mullet camp, a.k.a. eminence camp. So... (laughs) Camp? (laughs) Yeah, mullet camp. We call it, yeah, we call it mullet camp because, so, I don't know how this started. (sighs) My memory doesn't serve me right. But it's, yeah, it's been a while. I will admit, yeah, it has. <laughs> but overall, somebody had a conversation about mullets, and then just started asking other people, "Hey, do you want a mullet? Hey, do you want a mullet?" And then it, it came to the fact that, and I believe it was because Stephen um, could give mullets, like he knew just how to cut them, and so we we're like, All "Oh, right. well, who wants a mullet?" And so there's like probably eight of us so it was about half the group um got mullets at the end of the trip and (laughs) it was so much fun we all had like oh at the very end there was just a pile of hair like (laughs) behind the chair and we were just all laughing and once everybody got their first cut like we were like yeah screaming and like it was just such a like crazy chaotic moment and (laughs) I just I still have a mullet too by this day so it's just (laughs) it's so it really defined a lot of like the next year for me um yeah Wow. <laughs> Who knew that, that a haircut could yeah, be so powerful? Yeah, a haircut. And, and after quarantine, everybody's all scraggly. Like, I know people had beards and longer hair. And it was just like, oh, it felt so, so good uh, to get, yeah. get them all off. And it was a huge, like, you know, group bonding experience. But also just, like, kind of spiritually, like, you're letting go of last year in that sense. Like, that's what we kind of talked about in that, in that instance as well. And um, we just... Just, like had a lot of fun with each other after that like after the mullet camp I mean we had fun before um but you know we all got to really know each other at that fire and it was just such a wonderful experience but yeah I don't really know what I was expecting um <laughs> in, in response to that question but I don't think that it was a mullet um, but I'm so, so glad, glad that it was, it was. Like, that's awesome really I know um, but you I know, know it was so much to fun kind of- 
to counter like every high you know there are low moments um especially you know you're doing a lot of work and you're doing hard work and like physical labor that you know were there ever like moments where you were like what have I gotten myself into um (laughs) no totally oh my god there were moments that I you know it was, there was a lot of moments of doubt for me because at first when you like, you know, when we're going down and when we have like a sense of what's going to hit us, because before every day, John would talk to us about, you know, big canyon or big canyons, big rapids and um, just the huge, the big humongous rocks that would be like in each corner. And it was funny because, um, you know, you'd expect this in your head, but when you see like a rapid coming to you or you're like, oh, we're going to hit that rapid. Oh my God. Like it's, you know, over half my size. Like, I don't know about this. So, um, (laughs) but it, it, uh, you know, even after we talked about it, we'd come in with like a sense of confidence anyways, or at least some sort of confidence. And I guess there'd be a moment of doubt when, you know, there would be something in your, like, at least for me, I I was like, oh man, like, I don't think I could ever run rapid by myself because it's scary. You know, you not only have to think about, um, you know, where you're going and like strainers and eddies and where, you know, where you could get caught because, you know, parts of the boat could get caught in different directions, but also like where your paddles, where you're sitting, because like, what can you see also? And it was, um, it was like one of those learning opportunities where I realized I was like, uh, I, I was like over in on, on my head and I just, I just didn't think that that would be, um, something that I could do successfully at the end of the day. Um, everybody went down a rapid and by them, you know, controlled, but the boat by themselves. Oh, that's awesome. and, yeah, it was really, really cool. Um, and without our mentors, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have gotten that opportunity. Um, and, you know, in the same token, we, even when our mentors were controlling the boats, they also had, you know, they were also pretty nervous about things they were watching for as well, which was, it was just, it was scary. But at the same time, like once you did it a couple times, you just kind of like, all right, this is just going to go down. And I know this is like going to be scary in the long run or like it's going to be scary when I look at it. But like, let's go to another location. We'd stop like especially before big rapids. um, We would stop before um, and we would like go look at the rapid and see like, okay, so there's the hole right here. We don't want to hit that. We want (laughs) to go left. So (laughs) we'd like talk through it and like oh thinking about that and being the doomsdayer thought processor that I am is like okay oh so we're not gonna hit that we're gonna go around so that's good that's good um but I guess uh, we had god now I'm thinking about it um there was one day it was before Christmas 
time on the river does not exist. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we, uh, yeah, a couple days before Christmas, we hit a rapid, um, or we we're going to hit a rapid that was pretty powerful and we knew it was going to be powerful, but we didn't really have time to like look at it because we were trying to go to camp and it was, you know, becoming dusk. Um, and we like hit a group like a, that was rafting above us or, you know, in front of us. And so we were like, oh, that's so funny. And so like we didn't stop and talk to them at this point. Um, but we, uh, you know, we were going down the rapid that they were camping next to. Mm. And <laughs> it was so much fun because they were cheering for us. And then Aww. when you got to the rapid, you're like, oh, this is why they're cheering so hard. So <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was so crazy. Um, yeah. Here, let me just get into the story. So go, go for it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a boat with, funny enough, a guy who I went to high school with and created a <laughs> way cool bond with him after. But yeah. um, especially after this. But we went down uh, Dubendorf rapid which is a crazy like there's just I, I could be wrong but I feel like there was like two there was like one strainer and there was like a couple rocks anyways there was just like kind of waves going down like this and so our um uh, and you know it's like kind of like a it, it, it's the only place we could really do it we could only go down the middle we could only like raft down the middle of those, these huge waves and we we're like yeah. oh that's terrible so that's terrifying <laughs> <laughs> and so um emily took she took the paddles and uh we we were instructed to either like listen for her because she would either say high side and so high side is like you know just uh kind of jump to one side or the other and because like if you rock the boat so much and we have all of our gear on this boat too so like mm-hmm. you know we're pretty weighted down normally but like if it's gonna rock so hard um then it'll really like rock one way because of the weight so we're rocking around through this um through this like you know kind of tunnel sort of waves and um <laughs> we're listening for Emily because at this point like we could feel the boat like going down a little bit and like kind of going down on one side and we heard high side and we were all jumping like to the high side because at that same moment that like we were traveling like kind of around this like hole that was like pretty near us okay um we like high sided but i remember like once when, when she said that like my like i was my head was like next to the side of the boat and i was like oh. getting sucked in and like it was kind of terrifying because i i mean kind of terrifying it was really terrifying yeah but, <laughs> i like don't, don't play that don't a lot. downplay that that sounds horrifying <laughs> yeah, exactly don't play that a lot but it was like it was crazy when we had to high side because i remember just like kind of climbing up and then like finally we like reached out from uh, out of the little tunnel or out of the little Mm -hmm. um, raft area and oh my or rapid and we all were just like so dumbfounded because we were all just like wet like we all got like huge splash on our face and Emily was just like laughing and I was just like like I just 
it was one of those moments where um, we didn't really understand like how crucial of a moment that we had to high side. And um, <laughs> because when uh, one of the people in front of us like were explaining like, oh, we didn't think you'd make it. And we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we didn't <laughs> think either. And they're like, no, you were literally like on your side. Like you were literally oh about to like, get sucked in. And we're like, oh, OK. <laughs> because like that's the kind of thing you know i think especially with like when you're on the water is like you know you can look at it and you can prepare for it and you can know all the terms and know what to do but like once you're going through it like there's so much that's just in that moment and like having to listen and react like that that takes a lot both you know physically and mentally just to do and then to do over and over and over again like that's that's a lot (laughs) wow yeah our bodies went through so so much and we just were like our arms were always sore but that's why there were so many of us to like pass by oh my arms sore today but yeah it it was it was definitely like a huge learning experience in comparison to those readings and you know the tutorials we had to watch a lot of safety videos before we went and for that reason and it was just oh it, it it's it was one of those experiences where I knew that reading whatever I was going to read um wasn't gonna like face me for what that rapid held and like in the same token like people there's been so many people that's gone down this rapid so you think about like your same experience and you're like oh god like there's so many people that like may not have made it and you know not saying that they've died or anything but like they may have like flipped or something and just like you know thank we always thank the river gods because they always gave us some good luck throughout the whole thing we didn't didn't end up flipping which is really nice (laughs) just you know in in our final few minutes in recording um you know just kind of are there any other things any any parting wisdom motivation to other people who maybe have like thought about doing something like this and just been like oh i I could never do that um you know just any sort of like final notes for for the general public for your for your western community yeah definitely putting you on the spot with that one (laughs) It's it's a good one though um Okay, I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent. But I just got this um, uh, metaphor in my from my professor the other day. And um, it, it, so essentially it's about like knowing your path of life or whatever, whatever you want to call it, path or, you know, some sort of like void, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. It's think think of yourself like (laughs) it's funny think of yourself as a frog okay and you're sitting on a lily pad okay and you can jump onto a lily pad but you don't have to know exactly what sort of lily pad you're jumping onto and whatever size it may be it it doesn't matter because the moral of the story is like frogs swim so essentially what i'm saying like take a leap take a jump you know take a chance on life because you never know where it's going to take you i know that's like you know very cliche but but it's true you know like it's it's 
it's cliche but true it's cliche for a reason yeah exactly exactly you know? and i just yeah if i didn't take that like you know leap of faith or sort of chance that you know if i said oh i i can't do that i can't raft or whatever i would have never met people that i could meet um i would have never like experienced the canyon and its history um, with its entirety and see things that you know are untouched by humans still and it's so it moral of the story is well, what i'm taking from it what i'm giving like my advice is you know just try and don't don't worry too much just take those chances and yeah <laughs> especially when you're studying abroad because that's something that like i was not expecting to do i but beforehand i was like i don't know if i'll study abroad i don't know if i have the money but this was a really really um um not yeah it was a really cheap way of doing it and then also just super fun to be in the huxley um be with the huxley professor as well so Thank you again to Julia for sitting down to chat with me. I had a great time getting to learn a little bit about rafting and to hear about her journey down the Colorado River. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, be sure to check out our other episodes and to head over to asreview.org to see what else we've been working on this year. It's definitely been a long year, and I hope that the end of finals week is as easy as the end of finals week can be, and that you all have a wonderful summer. Check back in the fall for new episodes of Tripping on Bricks with a brand new host and editorial team. If you like the music in the podcast, be sure to check out Austin Caldwell of Harbor Day. Harbor Day is the audio journal of Austin Caldwell, creating bedroom pop influenced by folk, ambient, and R&B. His songs are crafted with care from start to finish. Also, be sure to check out asreview.org for updates from our student government, campus resources, and more coming back to you in the fall.